The Truth and Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth and Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Well, thank you for joining us today on Truth and Love Radio. Pastor Sharam Hadian here with you, and um, folks are grateful for this opportunity to bring these shows to you, to bring bring um, um, this important truth, uh, the, the truth of the Word of God, the truth of what's going on in our world today. It, it's such an important opportunity to be able to still bring this platform to you folks. Uh, as we're talking about the death of free speech in the West, um, only the Lord knows how much time we have to be able to offer these type of programs. How many years do we have before uh, programs like this will be silenced? Ministries like this will be silenced. We're already being labeled as hate groups and, and uh, hate speakers. And I believe that uh, the end goal is to criminalize what we're doing. So we, we greatly appreciate your prayers, your support. Please um, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry. Go to our website at tillproject.com. Uh, look at our resources, our DVDs, multiple DVDs, hours and hours of teaching that we have on exposing Islam, the agenda of Islam. We have a brand new presentation that we are uh, coming out with uh, to highlight the, the growing uh, genocide and plight of Christian persecution. Uh, we're calling it Hated for the Cause of Christ. We'll be uh, starting to um, present that presentation in Wisconsin and in Idaho, Boise, Idaho, Nampa, Idaho. Actually, to be specific, if you know anybody in those areas, we're going to be in, um, I think it's June 19th in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and then June uh, twenty, uh, June 30th, I think it is, um, in uh, Nampa, Idaho, June 29th, I'm sorry, in Friday night in Nampa, Idaho. If you know anybody in those areas, let them know we're coming and go to our website again under our events tab. But if you want to also donate to our ministry, support the ministry, please go to tillproject.com under the donate tab. And uh, we're grateful that the Lord always provides and, and we're grateful for your support. Now, I want to jump back into this program, uh, The Death of Free Speech in the West. On the last program, part one, I highlighted for you the uh, shocking arrest of uh, British patriot and activist and uh, fighter of the Islamization of, of, of Great Britain, a guy named Tommy, Tommy Robinson, who writes for Rebel Media. Um, he was, he was uh, rapidly ar- arrested, um, tried, convicted within a matter of minutes, thrown into prison. A gag order was given. He was given 13 months in prison for simply standing outside of a courtroom in Leeds in the U.K. and, and filming uh, the proceedings outside of the building we're talking about, uh, and he uh, the, the proceedings of, of a um, trial that was ongoing about the Muslim grooming gangs, rape gangs, um, predominantly Muslim rape gangs that are in the UK that are devastating the lives of many children and women in the UK, families being devastated by this evil that is Islam. And, um, folks, one thing, I don't have time to get into it, but remember that Muhammad, uh, in the Sunnah of, of, of Muhammad, he uh, condones rape for non-Muslims. So Muslims can rape a non-Muslim, and it is not sin. It is part of jihad. He condones sexual slavery, child slavery. These, these things are all Islamic. They're evil, but they're also Islamic. 
And so Robinson was covering this. He was he, he was uh, scooped up, taken before a judge, uh, tried within a matter of minutes, convicted, sent 13 months in prison, disappeared, and um, gag order was given. Nobody can talk about it. All the sc- stories about him were scrubbed in the U.K. media under penalty of law. This is how free speech dies rapidly. But what I said at the last, uh, at the end of the last program was that free speech does not die with an arrest like this. While it's shocking, that's not where it begins. It began in the United Kingdom. It began in Europe back in 2005, back in 2006. How many of you remember the subway and bus bombings that happened in the UK when after that the British government capitulated to the Islamist demands and you started seeing many Sharia courts popping up all throughout Great Britain? We saw um, enclaves really rapidly forming after that because the government capitulated. We've seen in France secularism laws intended to keep the culture secular but have really been used to protect Islam. And so I highlighted for you that Britain adopted a act in 2006 called the Racial and Religious Hatred Act, which criminalizes stirring up hatred against people on both racial and religious grounds. Additionally, many countries are actively pushing violations of defamation of religion laws, including Britain, France, and Canada. As I mentioned, we have Canada now that passed Resolution M103, I spoke at it, spoke about it with certain groups up in Canada uh, that is titled the um, uh, Anti-Islamophobia Resolution. They are trying to criminalize Islamophobia. If you remember, by the way, some of you who have not been following us uh, or you haven't been following us, remember on tillproject.com under the media tab under Truth and Love Radio, go back and look at our archives. I just did two shows a, a, few, a couple of weeks back on the ongoing Islamization of our nation and what Islamophobia is and how the goal of the Islamic movement and those aiding and abetting them is to criminalize Islamophobia. Folks, if Islamophobia is criminalized, free speech is gone, as we're seeing now in the UK. When you have these nations pass laws protecting Islam and the criticism of Islam, even if that criticism is factual, and I'll talk about that later in the program, then free speech is dead, gone. And of course, as I've covered on that show, Islamophobia, uh, which there's some debate about where it actually started, but but we know that it it has been promoted by the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, this this largest voting bloc in the United Nations, uh, that that is 56 Muslim countries plus Palestine. They're the voting, largest voting bloc in the UN, the most anti-Semitic uh, voting bloc in the UN. We've seen these UN resolutions, Resolution 719, Resolution 1618, on, quote, combating defamation of religion. And so the defamation of religion hasn't protected Christianity or Judaism because we see a massive rise of anti-Semitism in Western Europe. It has been used to protect what? Islam. Again, many of the recent international resolutions are aimed at specifically protecting the sanctity of Islam. For example, in Resolution 719, the UN Human Rights Council recognized discrimination in the resolution by denoting 
the declaration adopted by the Islamic Conference of Foreign Ministers. So in the language of the UN resolution, they, they adopted language from the Islamic Conference, which condemned the, quote, growing trend of Islamophobia and systematic discrimination against adherents of Islam, end quote. That's what happened to us. Why were our events shut down in Wisconsin and Minnesota? Because we were deemed as anti-Muslim hate groups. The SPLC has deemed us as an anti-Muslim hate group, even though we have repeatedly said we're not against individual Muslims, but we are against the ideology of Islam and what it does to to Western society. They have deemed us anti-Muslim or even anti-Islam, and as such, we're a hate group. Well, if they had their way in the U.S., they would criminalize us. If these defamation of religion laws were here in the U.S., we, I, would be going to jail, like Tommy Robinson. There'd be no surprise. But as such... They have not been able to do that, so they do what they do now, which is to shut our events down. They do what they did to, for example, to Robert Spencer or Pamela Geller. Robert Spencer has been kicked out of the U.K. Robert Spencer is not allowed to go into the U.K. He was banned from the U.K. That's what they do. That's how it begins. So again, I would put before you that the death of of freedom, of free speech in the U.K. didn't happen with Tommy Robinson's arrest just a few weeks, uh, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. On May 25th, it happened in 2006 when the British government capitulated to Sharia, when the British government threw in the towel and gave in. That's when the death of free speech happened and when the ongoing Islamization of the UK really took a a, a massive leap. And we see these things already, as I said, in Canada and they're already in the US. We know As I covered in the shows that I did on Islamophobia, that Hillary Clinton adopted Resolution 1618 out of the United, uh, the the UN uh, Human Rights Council, out of the OIC's uh, pushing, brought it into the State Department policy. It was put into the Justice Department and put into the FBI, DOD, and so that's why you can't criticize Islam in America. If you're a government official, again, I'll give you examples. You don't believe me? I'll give you examples. If you're a government official and you criticize Islam, good luck. You will be royally punished. And in the era of what we see, and here's what's amazing, because we see again Europe and we see Canada and we see these examples, but you just recently saw the example of Roseanne Barr, right? Roseanne Barr makes a tweet, which is, apologize for, I don't know, 18 different ways. And her tweet, which obviously I wouldn't have done, is, um, you know, the the swift justice without any due process, without even a, 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 a semblance of time to think about it, the swift justice that ABC cancels her show within hours that that all her reruns were canceled and she is just destroyed yet you have joy behar on the view who calls mike pence our vice president uh uh someone who has a mental disorder for believing that he hears from the lord jesus christ you have those on the left who have viciously attacked ivanka trump viciously attacked uh melania trump calling them all sorts of disgusting names. And nothing seems to happen to them. And yet, when it's... And, and again, Roseanne Barr is not exactly a uh, a, a, a poster child for, for conservative values, even though she supported Trump. And 
of as you know uh what her um what her tweet said and, and I'm gonna repeat it here even though I don't agree agree with part of it. So she said that quote um George Soros is a Nazi. Now obviously I believe George Soros is evil and is a globalist without doubt. Whether he's a Nazi or not, I don't know. Whether he supports Nazism, but there's no doubt that George Soros is a globalist, and George Soros is one of the most evil men in, t- in the entire world. And to say that, um, and to now be, you know, and she had to apologize. Why would she apologize for that? I don't know. But anyway, she went on to say that Valerie Jarrett, who was an advisor to Obama, um, she said, "quote The Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby." Equals Valerie Jarrett. That was her quote. And then she also uh, suggested that she, Valerie Jarrett, helped hide a lot of Obama's secrets. Now, there shouldn't be anything uh, bad about that. While I don't agree with her Planet of the Apes comment about Valerie Jarrett, presuming that she, she's because she's half black or she's uh, uh, black and, and therefore she is, looks like an ape. Obviously, that's uh, uh, not an appropriate comment, and, and, and I uh, don't agree with that comment. But I certainly do agree with the fact that Valerie Jarrett is connected to the Muslim Brotherhood, that Obama is connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. In fact, I believe Obama is a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. And there's much evidence to, sh- to show if not he's a member, he's deeply connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. That's, that's not a shock. But my point is this. Who jumped on the bandwagon when Roseanne was royally dismissed by ABC and made out to be, uh, you know, one of the most evil women in um, the world. None other than CARE. So Jihad Watch, Robert Spencer wrote an article May 30th, Hamas link CARE applauds Roseanne cancellation, accuses her of Islamophobia. Now again, I don't agree with all of Roseanne's statements. I certainly agree that George Soros is evil. I certainly agree that Valerie Jarrett is connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. But the fact is, uh, and again, this article by by Robert Spencer proves the Obama administration's and Valerie Jarrett's connection to the Muslim Brotherhood. That there was many, a long list of collaboration and and, and, uh, individuals. But the point of our show when we're talking about death of free speech is a group like CARE that is going into, again, and, and our, our brand new DVD, The Trojan Horse of Interfaith Dialogue, we demonstrate this, folks. We demonstrate, church, that CARE is going into these interfaith churches and saying, listen, help us to report Islamophobia. Help us to report those Islamophobes. Turn them in. Help us to go to the SPLC website. Join us in our fight. Get legislation passed. The, the, the interfaith groups, the interfaith churches, show up at the state capitals and they want legislation passed to criminalize any criticism of Islam that care list as Islamophobia. Islamophobia. You see how easily they do this? So in the UK, it's defamation of religion. You go to prison. In Canada, it's anti-Islamophobia resolution they pass. Uh, right now, it's a resolution. It doesn't have the weight of law, but we know that Canada has their, their human rights commissions that they put Christian pastors uh, uh on trial uh, because they've taught the Bible and taught against homosexuality. It's not a stretch to know that pretty soon, uh, uh, especially under uh, this evil 
uh, gentleman, Mr. Trudeau, who's Obama 2.0, it's not any surprise that pretty soon people in Canada who criticize Islam will go to jail. Uh, I've been invited to go speak in Canada. Uh, uh, I've been warned about taking our materials across the border. If you remember our friend Tom Wallace, uh, a few years back was going across the border. He had some of his DVDs and books uh, confiscated at the Canadian border as hate speech. Now, after a one-month investigation, they, they, they gave it back to him, but they confiscated. And I've been told if I take my DVDs across the border in my suitcase, more than likely it will be confiscated, even though I am a Canadian citizen. I have dual citizenship. And so this is Canada. Well, guess what's happening in the U.S.? So CARE jumps on the bandwagon. Yes, we celebrate uh, uh, Roseanne Barr being fired. We celebrate all of those, what, all of those people who worked on the show who also lost their job? You celebrate that? You And so what happened to free speech? No, no, free speech doesn't apply to the, to the, to the intolerant left and the intolerant uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Islamic movement who claim that they're all about tolerance and getting along and 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 being about you know respect for others, and yet with the first opportunity they get boom. Let me give you another example. Here you have a, a, an example that happened just recently. Again, our friend uh, Leo Holman covered this. Uh, go to Leo. L-E-O, Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, LeoHolman.com. Here's the title. Muslim activist, quote, big stick approach, approach uh, turns Michigan politicians, media to willing servants of Islam. So the, uh, the story is about Dawood Walid, who is the head of CARE Michigan. He's the executive director of CARE Michigan. Again, remember, CARE is the Muslim Brotherhood. And so here's the backstory. There was a um, volunteer appointee of the city, let me get the city right, Warren, Warren, Michigan, W-A-R-R-E-N, a suburb of Detroit, okay? There's a 71-year-old named Diane Deliso Kozlowski. She was appointed by the mayor in 2015 to serve a seven-year term uh, on the six-member uh, Warren Elected Officials Compensation Commission. So it's a voluntary, unpaid position. She's not even an employee of the city. She's an appointee of the mayor, and she serves as a volunteer to help the city deal with you know salaries. Well, she posted a Facebook post last week that said, quote, Islam is hate, in reaction to someone else's post about 9-11 terrorists Attacks, according to a report in the local newspaper, the, Mo- the Macomb Daily. Somehow, someone alerted CARE, and CARE jumped all over this story and placed Kozlowski's entire Facebook account under its version of extreme vetting, looking for not only the reported offense, but other offenses. Uh, uh, of course, about Islam or Muslim. Well, by the time the smoke cleared, as Leo writes, Care declared Kozlowski an Islamophobe and then goes on to contact the mayor of Warren, James Fouts, and demands the city get rid of her. Now watch this. Here again is the so-called swift justice where there is no due process. There is no time for, for even cooler heads to prevail. It's just swift justice. Within hours of Walid, the head of care, who is a jihadi, 
CARE is a jihadist organization. It's a terrorist organization. It's an unindicted co-conspirator in the largest terror financing uh, trial in American history. It is a direct front group of the Muslim Brotherhood. And yet Walid, he snaps his fingers. The mayor and the city council demand Kozlowski not only to apologize but to resign. Even though she issued an apology. And here's, here's her sad apology. This is, this is the day we're in. She said, now remember, she wrote this on her private Facebook page. She's a volunteer. She's not an employee. She's not being paid by government tax dollars. She's a volunteer for the city to, to serve on this commission. And she put this on her private Facebook. So apparently, if you are a volunteer or if you're a city official or you work for the government, apparently you no longer have any First Amendment rights. You see how this works? Especially if you criticize Islam. So she wrote, quote, I apologize for offending anyone. Even though what she said is factually correct, Islam is evil. How many times have I said Islam is hate? Islam Islam teaches hate against unbelievers. Islam teaches terror against unbelievers. Islam teaches evil against unbelievers, against women, against homosexuals, against minorities, religious minorities. No, 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 that's not good enough. She says, I apologize for offending anyone, including Muslims. My post was referring to terrorists, not Muslims. I understand that terrorists come from all backgrounds and all religions, and really, really all religions. And for me to refer to Muslims was wrong. I apologize to Muslims who are as much against terrorism as are other religions in the United States. I was wrong, and, and as a result, I am resigning. Bam. And according to Leo's article, she is now said to be terrified of a violent reprisal from the Muslim community and will not return calls on the issue of her Facebook comments. The local newspaper, the Macomb Daily, being much of our media is now a, a Marxist uh, entity, cheered Kozlowski's resignation in a May 24th article in which Walid, the head of care, was given space for a lengthy lecture about what is permitted and what is not permitted in terms of free speech in Macomb County. The newspaper all but admitted that Walid threatened the city with protest if it did not bow to his demand that Kozlowski be removed from her position. Now, folks, remember, this is exactly the tactic that they used against us to cancel our events in Wisconsin and Minnesota. They, they threatened protest. They re- they threatened reprisal, and the hotels caved, and the city of Onalaska in Wisconsin, where Lacrosse, where the meeting was going to be, caved. This is free speech in America now, folks. This is the death of free speech. Mark these days, when these type of incidents are are, are allowed to happen with such speed, with 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 where everything is tried in the court of public opinion now. Laws don't matter. The First Amendment doesn't matter. Due process doesn't matter. (sighs) Folks, this is deeply, deeply troubling. And when you have such a schism in the evangelical community that, that, that supports this type of evil, this type of garbage, it's deeply troubling. You know, Leo says in this article, apparently citizens in the city of Warren have checked their First Amendment rights at the door when they accept the city position, even if it's on a volunteer basis. I couldn't agree more. And, of course, Waleed, uh, they're, they're, you know, said we're glad that the results were swift and that we did not have to go on June 12th to the next city council meeting to raise our concerns. 
Of course, he pays lip service. Look at this. He says, we believe that all Americans in general, general, in general, we believe that all Americans in general have a right to freedom of speech and can say hateful things. The problem becomes when someone in an official capacity of a government in which they are involved in the allocation of taxpayer dollars. Dude, you're either ignorant or you're, 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 you're a, a, a perpetrator of such lies because this was her private Facebook page. And it wasn't like she put uh, something that isn't factually proven. So this is the problem. And 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 uh, Robert Spencer had a great article again um, in, in his article about uh, the the firing of Roseanne Barr. The point was that shouldn't listen shouldn't the Quran be banned? Because do you know that the Quran? Um, has verses in it about uh, Jews. So I'm going to give you three verses in the Quran that refer to Jews as apes or monkeys. So the same thing that Roseanne Barr said and that she was just, you know, crucified for rapidly. Her entire life is destroyed and everybody that worked on that show the same thing, Surah 7, 163 to 166. It's, it talks about the uh, disobedience of the Jews. And it says here specifically, let's see here. Uh, we delivered those who were for, for, forbidding wickedness and we seized the evildoers with evil chastisement for their ungodliness. And when they turned in disdain from that forbidding, we said to them, be you apes, miserably slinking. Surah chapter 2, 63 to 65. And you had already known about those who transgress among you concerning the Sabbath. And we said to them, be apes despised. Surah 560. Say, shall I inform you of something worse than that regarding the recompense from Allah, those Jews who incurred the curse of Allah and his wrath, those of whom he transformed into monkeys and swines, those who worship tarut or false deities, such as such are worse in rank on the day of resurrection and far more straight from the right path. So you have three verses in the Quran that refer to Jews as apes and monkeys. And yet, why aren't we banning the Quran? Isn't that a good, good question? How is the Quran not violating free speech or, or, or the sensibilities of those who, uh, when the Muslim Brotherhood, when care, care, uh, clicks their fingers and says, you better do or else, you better do or we're going to protest, you better or else, we're going to sue you, and we just capitulate and fall over. So really, we're committing self-suicide, self-genocide by our own actions. We're actually handing over our freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of conscience, and we're participating in our own demise, folks. This is the seriousness of the day. So we're going to be doing much, many more shows on this. This is not the, the end. This is the beginning of the death of free speech here in America. Please pray for God to give you boldness. Please pray for God to give you great power by the Holy Spirit to proclaim the truth, to proclaim the truth that must be exposed, whether it's from the Bible, whether it's about sin of homosexuality, whether it's about any sin, whether it's about the sin of Islam. Islam is an evil upon our world. It's an antichrist spirit. I will never be silent. They will never silence me. They're going to have to arrest me and throw me in prison or worse. Folks, let our voices be heard. And more importantly, let us be bold to share the gospel 
with those who are perishing, including Muslims, who need to hear the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ to be saved, to repent and turn from the evils of Islam and come into the kingdom of Christ. So God bless you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Again, visit our website, tilproject.com. We'll see you on the program next time. Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.